family-owned shop in Loganville, Sosby's Garage, for all your automotive repair needs. We service all makes and models, Ford and domestic. We repair engines, alternators, brakes, alignments, AC systems, and more, using certified technicians with over 90 years of combined experience. We also offer same-day service for some repairs. Sosby's Garage, 200 Bay Creek Road in Loganville. Dependable, honest, and fair. Look us up on Google or Facebook. We'll take good care of you. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Case in Point again, presented by Paradigm Security Services. I'm your host, Rick Strawn, the president of Paradigm Security Services, and we're excited to be with you today on Business Radio X. We're broadcasting, as always, live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio, located in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel here in Duluth, Georgia. In addition to Paradigm Security Services, this show is also brought to you by, as you heard, Sosby's Garage, and also the Mana Scholarship Fund. Check out uh, Dr. Jeannie Burnett and her show on uh, Alternate Weeks from Mine. Uh, awesome show, great information. On every show, we feature businesses and organizations in the Atlanta area, especially those that serve Gwinnett County. And while all businesses have security concerns, not all are about physical security, and we'll touch on that and other related aspects of security through the course of these shows, be sure and hit that subscribe button for me so you can keep up with all that's going on, and we'll take a, you know keep you updated on all. Our guest today is kind of a, an interesting uh, an interesting guest, although, of course, all my guests are interesting. But um, I've got da- Mr. Danny Hamilton here. Uh, a lot of you may not have heard of him. Uh, you're, a lot of you probably have, but you're going to hear more of him, especially after today's show. But um, Danny is the owner of Star Coaches Incorporated. Danny, great to have you here. Great to be here, sir. Um, Star Coaches is how many buses you got now? Uh, we run 61 coaches. Wow. 61 of these huge coaches. And they're all over the nation. And I like to always start with a little bit of kind of a about you. Who is Danny Hamilton? Where do you come from? What got you doing what you're doing now? And kind of give us a the short scope of what you who you are and what got you here. Well, Danny Hamilton is uh, a part of John Hamilton, my dad. And so, basically, I was raised in Tifton, Georgia. Um, left Tifton at the age of 18 and uh, been on my own pretty much ever since. I, um, I've done a lot of things. I've been an entrepreneur for 45 years um, because of my dad, actually. Uh, he always wanted to be an entrepreneur. He was not able to do it. But after hearing him his whole life, I decided to go that route when I got able to. And... Uh, um, so I've done a lot of things, but the, the bus business is something I, I kind of stumbled into uh, 31 years ago, and I haul rock and roll entertainers, rappers, country artists, a lot of corporate work. I work with Disney. I've got to work with a lot of great people, and uh, I'm just a kind of a what you call an old country boy um, with a 12th grade education and uh, a lot of common sense, which I got from my dad. And uh, and uh, it's, it's been an adventure life. I'm 67 years old, and uh, and I'm looking forward to living to be at least 100. 
Well, and it's living proof that you don't have to have that uh, four-year college education to be a success in life, which a lot of people tend to forget. Yes, sir. That's, uh, that's a big deal now. I, I really think um, probably technical schools and things like that is the future. Absolutely. Because uh, you can learn a good trade and uh, there's good money out there. And that you don't have all the debt that goes with them as usual. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, you know, you you've done a lot of you do a lot of the um, rock stars and all that kind of stuff. But one of the more in which, by the way, if you ever need uh, security, that's yes, what sir. We do. Yes, sir. <laughs> that's our. That's what we do. But um, one of the things that's probably the most interesting out of all the things, at least to me, and this is my show, so I get to do it. Uh, so is the Trump bus. Yes, sir. And it is, if, for those of you who haven't seen it or haven't paid any attention to it, which I can guarantee you if it's been in your vicinity, you've paid attention to it. But uh, you can go online and, and check this out under Danny's, uh, under Star Coaches and all. And, but tell us about the Trump bus. How did that come about and what got it started? Well, I've been living that dream now for five years. Um, it came about. So simple, and uh, I think that sometimes it's so simple that things in life happen that can be that simple. But I was uh, sitting in my office, and um, basically somebody in the office asked, could we turn on the TV? I'm pretty strict about TVs in the office but because they want to watch Days of Our Life or something like that. But uh, So they said, can we watch Trump? He's getting ready to announce. And I said, sure, let's turn it on. You know, So he was announcing, and I was not seeing the screen because my – my desk doesn't sit in front of the TV. And I heard him talking, and I'm like, you know, just kept working. And I heard him talking more and more and more. And then he, he said, America first. And um, that caught my attention. And, and then I kind of moved away and walked around and started watching the interview and listening to what he was saying. And I felt like he was talking or saying just like what I was thinking. So I was like, but, you, you know, it's a weird world now, and you got to be careful in how you walk and talk and hold your mouth breathe breathe and uh, that's not the way I was raised and uh, you know we, we flew the flag out in front of the house and my dad was big big uh, you know loved the military supported the police uh, you know one of those kind of guys so that's the way I grew up working hard seeing my dad work 100 hour weeks and you know grow a garden and playing in the woods and creeks and things like that that was the best life man i wish all kids could live that I way i wish they could do it today uh but then I, I i stood up and walked into my booking agent's office and said uh, i want to wrap a bus and support trump in georgia and uh he looked at me and he says we're kind of sold out i said well let's just pick the oldest bus i have and when it comes open he goes well i got i can move things around and we can make one bus work and uh, he said uh it's going to cost you a lot of money and i says well i think it's about I've done pretty good. So I said, I don't think it's about money anymore. It's about our country. And um, and I knew I was going to get some slack from it, you know. So I said, let's do it. And I, I called and made some made some calls. I had some connections. I made some calls and got in touch with the right people, got permission to wrap the bus, and I think came up with, a, I came up with an idea, obviously red, white, and blue flag, and Trump's picture on the side, and then pretty easy uh, – Make America Great Again on the side. Absolutely. And uh, the adventure began, and uh, I did that, and um, just thinking I was just going to drive the bus and ride around. And so the first, after I had it done within seven days after I heard Trump announce, and um, I decided I'd go out and drive the bus, and I left my shop, and I was just going to do the 285 
66 mile run around yep. 285 and just see what the reactions were. And I started driving down the road, and then I noticed cars behind me, and I just kept noticing more and more cars behind me, and I kept thinking, when are these guys going to go around me? And I, I slopped, you know, I dropped it down about 60, 62 miles an hour, and the cars were not passing me. So they kept following me, and then I drove about 30, 40 miles, and some of these same cars were following me. So I decided to exit off at an exit I was familiar with and pull into a Walmart. And... When I pulled into the Walmart, within two to five minutes, there was 400 people That's at the coach. Awesome. And I was like, holy moly, what have I got started here? So everybody was like, hey, can I get a Trump hat or do you have anything? And I'm like, I had nothing. <laughs> I had a bus. Coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So I realized what, I'd, what I had there, and I saw the, uh, the people, and then I put it together and then just started going, and everybody started letting people know about the bus, and then everybody started calling for it. Can we have it here? Can we have it here? And I did all of this out of my pocket. I mean, I did every bit of this out of my pocket, and I'm weighing, weighing deep in, in, in the in this project but I feel like it was well worth it and uh, so we just started doing everything and as you said earlier I, I, I just a lot of people that seen the Trump bus and uh, and I didn't do it to be recognized I just did it as an American citizen wanting to help save this country and I felt like Trump was the way to go and it's caused me a lot of grief but at the same time a lot of uh, I felt really good about what I've done and, and my children and my family and uh, I think that's what's important. It's you know how do you feel about what you've done? You know there are we all know about derangement syndrome and just everybody. So many people they're just so against it, which you know you got to wonder why he's just preaching pro America. Yeah, they didn't grow up like me. No. If they're against it. They didn't grow up like me and you. I mean that's uh, we grew up in America, man. And uh, so you're going to run into this kind of stuff. And so you know. You know, to hell with it. Do what you want to do and do what you think. You know, this is all about, you know, personal, you know, ability to make decisions and choices that seems like everybody preaches but nobody wants to let you do. That's true. And then and then as it started growing, like I say, the, the list just kept going and events kept going and I just kept going to events and just it got to the point I literally could not stop the bus without uh, – I, I got – I would get run off at parking lots. I'd get run off at Walmarts, whatever I started, because, I mean, it would get to the point. I'm not I'm not exaggerating here. A, th- a thousand people could be in the parking lot in 30 minutes. And That's then it started, awesome. started, you know, I would stop to get fuel. And while I was fueling, the manager would come out of the QT or wherever I was and say, you need to move the bus. I mean, we, we don't have nowhere for people. I mean, people are getting jammed up here. And I'm like, sir, I'm just trying to get gas, man. I mean, I, I can't help that they're stopping for yeah. the bus. And get I mean, over I, it. Yeah, so – um, so that that went on forever, and we just kept going and going and going and going, and um, just it, and then I started coming up with ideas because what I was seeing, I started doing Blue Lives Matter stickers and thin blue line stickers, and then I I got the thought of okay, all military, so I went online and checked, and all military, you know, anybody is serving uh, first first uh, responders, everybody has a line, mm-hmm. so I I printed out thousands of them. And a buddy of mine's a big Trumpster, and he owns a rap company. Uh, his company's called Enormous Raps, Mark Rowe. And so what he did, he had a lot of material left over, so he just started making these stickers for me. I, I sent him the page with all the colors, and he just started making me thousands of stickers. So awesome. we would hand those out everywhere we went for people, especially people in service that had lost family members and things like that. And 
and um, Make America Great stickers and Trump 2020, you know, stickers, Trump 2016 stickers. And we just gave all that stuff away. And uh, and it was just a – man, it just felt great. And I met so many families. And uh, what I saw Trump do, what I saw Trump that I saw in the beginning in 16 – was he he was bringing families back together i mean i had so many families because uh, they get to tour the bus and so many families would come up and i'd be like well you know, have a 12 year old 13 year old or four children and i start talking to them and they would go like you know we we we're uh, he's helped bring our you know we've had some issues and 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 he's helped bring our families back together and uh i just kept just kept rolling well, I want to throw something in here because I know that you have really spent a lot of money doing this, and it's all been out of your pocket. Yes, sir. And I know I've, that there's supposed to be a fundraiser coming up. Has yeah. that still on? I know it was put off because of COVID. Is that, that was my good on? friend Ron Goodbud. Correct. Ron Goodbud is one of, one thing about being a Trumpster, and what I've has happened to me is I've met some of the greatest people. Ron being one of them, and. Uh, he was on here last week. Yeah, and uh, he, he came up with it. He, he's just a great guy. If you, you don't know him, you should know him. Um, but, Absolutely. But he uh, he's worked his butt off his whole life. He's in service. He's done so many things and just a heck of a guy. Well, he got COVID, and he'd come up with this idea, and uh, he wanted to do a fundraiser, which is, you know, I'm really not into that. I've not ever been a guy. I've never been on unemployment. I've, I've never taken any money from the government. I've just worked hard all my life. So... He was like, I know you're not going to want to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. So he set up this thing, and we're going to do it. And then he got COVID. Literally almost died. Uh, Ron's an old-school guy. He ended up just staying at home. and kept thinking he could take aspirin and all this kind of stuff, and, and it almost cost him his life. He kicked so, his butt. Yes, sir. So he got done. He got well. So, yeah, we are doing something. He's reannounced that he, he wants to do something on September 25th at the Star Cafe. Uh, I have a little restaurant at my bus company. It's 2051 Marietta Boulevard. And uh, we have a big flag there on the corner, so we're kind of known as the red, white, and blue corner because everything around there is red, white, and blue, along our, along with our 20 by 25 flag flying above the building. And uh, so he's, he's come with a new date, September 25th. We're probably going to be from 10 to 4. And obviously I've invited a few speakers. Um, some lady, her name is Marjorie Green. Uh, never heard of her, have you? <laughs> I want to get her on this show. Marjorie's a great girl. I met Marjorie... Um, when before she even announced the run she was just a big trumpster she rode on the trump bus um she would show up at events um i took her to a couple events on the bus with me that we were invited to go to and then she um she got she got the fever and uh, she actually announced that she was going to run and i was behind her all the way and uh, and um and supported her and literally donated buses to help her out well, as the old saying goes, and I really don't think that Marjorie will have a bit of a problem with me saying this, if there was ever anybody that had a set, that that woman's got a set. I love <laughs> you, it. You wouldn't want to mess with Marjorie, man. She's tough, and she works out like crazy, and she's just a, 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 just a great person, family just person. what she believes. She puts it out there, and yeah. she does not pull back. Yeah, we talk, We probably text each other a couple times a week i mean we're actually very close friends and she she tell her i want her on this show i'm going to let her know i will (laughs) let her know that and we'll make that happen i'm pretty sure i got that much pull Uh, (laughs) but but there's a lot of other people but ron was a great is one of my great friends i've met ron and and he's doing this thing for us and we're hoping um it will help us out a lot i mean we're we're kind of running by the skin of our teeth uh we, we used our ppp money and I've, I've 
I've been on unemployment, I've, you know, everything. My son works with me. Uh, he's been on unemployment. We finally ran out of that, so now we're using PPP money. And uh, I, had a, I had a party bus company. That's how I got started in this business in 1989. And, uh, but I've lost my party bus company. I'm not going to be able to recover the party bus company, so we've put all those buses up for sale. And uh, I've ended up selling, I've sold now three of my entertainer coaches, uh, just trying to keep books up. And uh, so, you know, Ron's doing this for me, and uh, I'm, I'm going to let him do it. And, and uh, September 25th, we're going to have music and uh, probably some political speakers there. And uh, it's going to be a fun time. Bikers for Trump uh, will be there, and uh, we're expecting a big crowd. Well, I hope I can be there. I know it's uh, tentatively scheduled to go down for my CP, my CPEs for my certification for security. Naturally, that's my birthday week, and it's scheduled to go down to uh, Florida to do this in Orlando ASIS convention. But I just may have to put that off. <laughs> well, if you if you can be there, we're gonna have uh, some good barbecue and uh, southern cooking, coleslaw, potato salad, and probably some. Banana pudding and sure peach beats, cobbler. Sure beats sitting in a seminar all day, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, we have a restaurant there called Star Cafe. It's a little restaurant that I've had for 20 years, um, and uh, it's on the property. And uh, so we'll be working out of the Star Cafe, and, you know, we're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 to 2, breakfast and lunch. And uh, so we'll, we we do a lot of barbecue, so i got a big barbecue grill. So we'll be, you know, serving some brisket and pork and and that, are, that are, you know, we're gonna have food. I think it's Ron told me everybody just does ten dollars a head, and it's all the food you can eat. And any extra donations anybody would like to make will always be appreciated. Yeah, yes, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> well, I think it's awesome that Ron's gotten together and is working on trying to to help you out. I first time he told me about it was back really before he got COVID. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it and talking about getting you on here and talking about uh, promoting this uh, this fundraiser. And it's just been an awesome idea from the beginning as far as I'm concerned. Well, you've kind of, you know, one of the big things you're into right now is the Real America's Voice. Tell us what Real America's Voice is and how that's associated with with everything else that you're doing. Well, what happened is after Trump uh, didn't lose. uh, Yeah, after (laughs) he just didn't. He didn't lose. uh, Trump won. There's no doubt about it. Um, I'll believe that to my death. I might even put it on my at the bottom of my gravestone, Trump won. You know, there'll be a lot of gravestones with that stuff on there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. But uh, we got we got kind of shifted on that one. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with mail-in ballots caused Trump to lose, and it was all a plan. And uh, more and more we hear about what's going on. We're seeing that the COVID was really a hoax. And uh, I think even early as yesterday they came out saying that half the cases were false you know, the, some tests they were given, they were false negative or something like that. But I don't even stay into that anymore. I've actually turned off all TV and, and everything. I, I don't even have any cable at my house now. I'm literally just Good living. Yeah, I'm just living in a in a cave. But because uh, I can't stand to hear the lies and the, and the fake news. Uh, but um, Real America's Voice. What happened was I uh, I gave it about 60, 70 days before I pulled the Trump rap off, and uh, and uh, I was gonna, you know. I was going to put 2024 on it and just keep going, but it, it's a ways out. I wanted to wait and you see. You wouldn't want to agitate anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. That's really bad. So uh, I, I was going to. I was pulling the wrap off, and I put it on Facebook, and I got a, a call from a guy that I actually met five years ago, a guy named Jeremy Harrell. He's a hip-hop Trumpster. 
He's kind of a white rap guy. And Jeremy used to be um, out along with a guy named uh, Ben Berkeron, which is a guy from California that five years ago was walking around with his phone out in front of him reporting the news. And uh, Jeremy has built a very big, um, you know, um, podcast. And uh, he called me and says, hey, man, I want to go to CPAC and I want to wrap the bus and put, you know, put my name on it, Save America Tour, my name and so on and so forth. And what do you think? And I'm like, well, you know, yeah, let's think about it. So he goes, I just want to take that same rap you have and just put Mount Rushmore on the side of the bus and my name and Save America Tour. We're not going to put – well, actually, he was going to put Trump on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> and I said, I don't know if we better do that, man. Yeah, it, might, it might deflect your message. Yes, sir. So we didn't put anything about Trump on there, but when you see that bus, you know it's all about Trump because it's the flag and uh, it's America. And uh, so he called me, and then um, – we start. We're, that got the project started, and then all of a sudden, Amer- Real America's Voice uh, was in touch with Jeremy, and they liked the idea. So they said, "Let's stick our name on the side of the bus, and we'll split the cost with you." Which actually, I had already donated the coach, so there really wasn't any cost. So he goes, "Well, it, all we got to do is pay for the wrap. Danny's giving us the bus for free." So uh, I did that, and uh, we went down and did that job, and I brought it back to Atlanta, and they were like, "Well, that was awesome," and uh, so I. I said, I'm just going to leave the wrap on the bus. Uh, normally we'd pull the wrap off, but I like it sitting out front of my business and presenting America. And um, so I left the wrap on, and then about two or three weeks later, I got a call from Jeremy going, hey, man, Real America's Voice really liked the reaction they got from the bus, so now maybe we could go to the border and go to McAllen. And I said, yeah, we can do that. So we went to McAllen. That was our first little gig. and uh, a hell of a place. I've been there. Yeah, we saw it firsthand. And uh, we saw everything, and, and I saw what was happening, and, and, and now there's over a million across the, the border. And uh, that's an impeachable defense in my, in my mind that our president should be impeached, period. A million illegals across the border, and believe me, I'm like Trump. I don't have a problem with opening the gate and coming in legally. legally. But that's the way I feel, and uh, this is terrible. But. So Real America Voices jump on, and uh, Real America Voices uh, pretty much, they're, they're just, what I, I say about Real America's Voices, it's just real news, really, is that they, they, they report real news, probably like just like you do. And I'm not real familiar with your station, but they don't. It's really, all real. Yeah, it's all real, <laughs> and it's not fake, you know, and they, they don't make up things. You can fact check pretty much any everything they do is fact check, fact check. You know, so they try to make it all real. Uh, ben joined that. Bill Beckeron joined their group, and Ben was also a guy that started just in his backyard. So it's a family affair. It's a Christian channel. Um, the guy that owns the station is Rob Zig Sig. Rob Sig. He's a he's a Christian man. Um, all of his employees are just great Christian folks, and. Uh, that made it good for me. I'm a Christian, and, and I, I really uh, blended in very well. And so we've just been out riding around and checking it out. And, you know, my goal was to hopefully rent them a bus uh, for a year, like do a yearly lease yep. with them. And I think we're real close to that because they see just how big the impact the bus can be. Well, you know, I know that, you know, you you mentioned McAllen, which is, you know, I, I, I'm from Texas, so I know exactly what that's all about down there. But, you know, you've been – you're constantly going. I think you've, you're just up north. You're, you're just back down in Florida. Tell us a little bit about your recent travels. Well, we uh, took off – see where, man, I have been going. Uh, 
It's funny how you almost forget where you've been. But I, believe me, I, I can imagine. Well, Jeremy was um, was wanting to do town hall meetings, so he wanted to do town hall things. So he started doing that, and that's another thing why really Mark and Voice got in because they really need Jeremy needed their help, obviously, with all the you know stuff you got to do to set up a studio. So they got involved, and uh, we've been going. We've gone obviously McAllen. Uh, we've been up to Michigan. We've been to Illinois. We've been to Wisconsin. Uh, we went to the rally up in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, um, 30,000-plus at that event, um, a great uh, great speech by Trump. That was his first one I'd seen in a while. He was a little rusty, uh, but but that, that only that one. And then we ended up going down to Florida to his last rally uh, last weekend, and he nailed that back one Back on out. track. He was back on track after one. And uh, the numbers there, as I was walking out, I got a report of 42,000-plus on Fourth of July weekend, so Trump won. It's that simple. And uh, I'm headed out. Uh, I'm headed out to CPAC uh, this weekend. Trump's going to speak there. He's also doing some announcement today from somewhere. We might find out something. I don't know. Um, but we have a lot of stuff coming up in the future. And like I said, I was, I'm thinking I'm getting close to a yearly lease with these guys so that they'll they'll actually get a bus and wrap it. And because my my goals are to wrap another Trump bus and support him until we get him back in. So so there's all kind of stories out there. You hear all kind of things from everybody. Uh, I've, I've met Mike Lindell, which he has his story, and he spent a lot of his own money to try to prove some things. And I, I've, I've talked to him, and I, and I believe him. That's and, another uh, man I wouldn't mind having on. <laughs> that, that's, he's he's we, easy. We can do these Zoom. <laughs> yes, sir. He's he's easy. He's he's really easy to get. We probably try to. I can't promise you nothing, no, but I can I'm, definitely ask quite ask that. And I got him on a couple of other shows just by, you know, telling him about it. And he's a busy guy, but he absolutely. he loves to talk, man. You only ask him one question, and, <laughs> and then, then you just show, sit back. And the show's listen. over, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you got a thirty-minute okay. show, you get one minute. That's okay. <laughs> he's got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. Yes, sir. He didn't. Uh, he didn't waste any time. Well, you know. Uh, Jamie Harrell, tell me a little bit. Jamie Harrell is a, a phenomenal guy. I mean, I, I, I've i got to meet Jamie. I met him years ago, but Jamie's got his own broadcast. He's got, um, at one time, even, he's been shut down from Facebook. He's totally banned from Facebook. He's banned from YouTube. Uh, he had over four. Conservative, I think. <laughs> yes, sir. He, he, uh, he had over 400,000 um, views. Uh, he would have he had four hundred thousand folks on Facebook and followers, uh, followers, and uh, they just cut his throat, and um, he had to start all over again. So, um, a very uh, Christian, just got five children, a wife, loves his family, loves his country. Um, I tell you, I'm just like I say, I've met so many great people through Trump, and uh, Ben Burkeron, Christian man, love him. Uh, he was just unfortunately. Ben was supposed to be with us on the road, and actually had a, a he had moved from California to uh, Arkansas, and uh, they were cruising the property, and I think his wife was driving a uh, golf cart, and unfortunately had a bad accident, and it flipped over a couple times, and his wife was hurt pretty bad. She's wow. going to be okay. She's in a wheelchair. She's not a lot of protection in a golf cart. Yeah, just turned a corner too fast, not used to wow. it, and flipped over, and, and Ben got a bad cut. And on his foot, but his wife took the blunt. And uh, she was, I think someone told me yesterday, just did an interview with him uh, from their home in Arkansas on Real America's Voice. 
and everything's going to be okay, but she's going to be down for a little while until she gets back up. But Ben's a heck of a guy. Uh, I used to see Ben walking around in California. I go, man, how how does he how does he do that? Because I'm figuring he's going to get shanked or something, you know, because he stood up for the president. But he's a big guy. He, when you meet him in person, he's about six <laughs> three and a big physical uh, guy, and uh, you'd think twice about jumping on him. Well, good. I, you know, people have got to be able to stand up and say and, and speak their mind and speak their positions regardless of whether you're on the right or the left or where you're at people in this country it's all about being able to speak your mind speak your positions i don't have to agree with you and a lot of people i don't agree with on a lot of things generally there's something in there somewhere that we can agree on but whether we can or whether we can't i'll fight to the death for your right to stand up and talk about it it's amazing how the other side right now on the left is, is, is more about shutting people down than interacting and engaging. Well, I definitely have seen that in five years. I, I'm, I'm like you, man. That's exactly what you just said. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't met one person. I haven't met one person that I could talk to. I mean, as soon as I start saying something to someone, I'm a racist. Exactly. And they don't even know my name. And uh, I've been greeted stepping off the bus hundreds of times that I'm a racist and people in my face and I'm like would you just go to my website and look at my the people that work for me I mean I have four Spanish American two African Americans uh, from Africa I have black employees white employees I mean I have all their pictures on my website I, I didn't hire them because they the have color. no clue what it's just a way a wrote word now that's on that it's lost all real legitimacy in a lot of ways because it's now just a, a term that people throw out there to try to shut people up. Uh, half of them don't even know the difference between bigotry and racism. No, so I Everything's the, racist. I, I was born in the projects in the in the 50s. I, I'm from Tifton, Georgia. So, unfortunately, I lived on the south side of town. And, and most of my friends were, believe it or not, were, I'd say when I was growing up playing baseball, football, when I was a little kid, you know, playing in the projects, I'd say because I was on the south of Atlanta, I never quite understood that as I was growing up as a kid. I always felt like Forrest Gump because I, all my friends were black. And, uh, and, uh, and, and back in those days, there really was only a black and white country. I mean, you didn't really have such a mixture of people, especially in Tifton, Georgia, population yeah. a thousand, you know, a thousand people. That was our population in, in, in the sixties. So, uh, you know, I, that's just how I grew up. So I didn't, you know, when I was seven years old, I was standing on a milk cart washing dishes at a at a cafe and uh, or a restaurant in Tifton because my dad's sisters worked there and he had to work, so they were babysitting me in the summertime. <laughs> and they would they'd say, "Danny, you can wash some dishes." So my my good friend Essie Mae Gaskins, which was a girl I lived with in the projects, she was one of my friends. Her mother worked there as a cook, so me and Essie Mae would sit and wash dishes side by side. And you know that's just how I grew up, man. I, I never knew about what's going on in this country today is just nothing I, I was ever grown up with it's it's not a it doesn't resemble anything most of us grew up with uh it's crazy it's a new breed it's a new something whatever it is i, I like i say five years out there and the cursing and the they don't even care if kids are around yeah i mean i can have, pure I can have two three-year-old kids standing around they're just like f you and saying terrible things and 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 just doing the finger thing and 
and and That's I've had nuts. I've had I've had fathers just totally almost lose it because of they someone would be acting that way in front of their children that literally had never heard that word. <laughs> you That's know, just, so it's nuts. It's terrible, man. Well, you've got um, star coaches is is basically you're still in business with star coaches, and it's primarily the uh, music industry mm-hmm. that type of stuff, and. Yeah. Uh, if somebody wants to get a hold of you and talk to you more about uh, whether it be Star Coaches or the America's Voice or mm-hmm. Trump Bus or just really anything, maybe even having a, a, a bus tour of their own or, yeah. or or wants to know where you're going next, how do they get in touch with you? Well, they call me at 404-925-3893. That is my cell number. 404-925-3893. I'm not scared to give it out. Uh, my office number is 404-364-0177. 364-0177. And that's been my office number. Actually, that was my home number in the 80s. And I switched that to my office number when I got in the, in the bus business. But um, they can call me about tours they can call me about corporate work we do you know we do anything corporate unfortunately with the rock and roll tour buses you can only seat about 14 people but i still do stuff like racing um, i take people to races i take i actually take people to braves games if it's a, you know if it's 14 yeah. or less they can ride in a limousine style bus uh it does have the sleepers on it but people seem to like that they feel like a rock star for a little while there you go so, uh, but we do everything, man. As, in the beginning, when I started the company, I, I said, if you can imagine it, we can do it at Star Coaches. And that, used to, that was on my business card for years. It still is. So if you can imagine it, we can do it. But sometime it has to be a group of 14 people or less. So you want to go to Kentucky Derby. You want to go to the Masters. You want to do anything like that. That's what we used to do on our party buses. Now, the party buses could seat up to 28. And it was all it was was a rock and roll tour bus with no beds on it. That's how the idea started. I, I rode on a rock and tour, rock and roll tour bus, and I thought, man, if you take these beds off, you've got a, you've yeah, got a rolling, cool. <laughs> you've got a rolling limousine with a bathroom. And rolling that's how party, all, rolling party. That's how it got started. And so, if you if you call me, um, I can tell you what I'm doing. I'm going to continue to support Donald Trump. I'm going to continue to uh, believe in America. I'm going to. I'm hoping that we can get this country back in order. Right now, pretty chaotic. It's pretty chaotic, and if you've been to the border, the numbers are over a million now. It's and, a disgrace uh, is what it, it is. It's, it's, and like I say, people might think or hear me talking right now and think that's bad, what I'm saying, but that's just not, it's not right. We're based on immigration, yes. We're based on legal immigration. Yes, you've sir. got all of these people that are standing in line trying to do it the right way, waiting for years to and now we're just opening the gates and say, y'all still got to stand in line, but we're going to go ahead and let, if you, if you really want to get in, you know, just forget the line, slip around, go into Mexico, and then come across that way. You know, we'll, we'll get you. We'll get well, you all a, in line. I got a gentleman, Mugaduga, um, that works for me. He was uh, from Africa, and he came to America and literally worked for me the whole time he was uh, trying to become an American citizen and uh, basically become an American citizen. I went down and was there when they swore him in. And it took him about seven years. Exactly. You can do it a lot faster, but it does cost you a little bit of money. Yep. And uh, so, you know, you can spend a little money. But uh, I got four Spanish-Americans that work for me that basically, actually, within two years, they become American citizens because you can do it as fast as you want. Yeah, as fast as you're able to focus. Yes, sir. 
So, listen, Danny, it's been absolutely fan. I could talk to you for another hour on all this <laughs> stuff, but I guess we better close it out. We've uh, been here a little over a half an hour, but you know, it's been great talking with you and talking with you're a man of principle and that is a good thing nowadays to find people that have principles and actually stand behind them and don't mind speaking about them well i i got three children they all you know they two girls and a boy uh, i met my wife at the inauguration um i was not planning on ever getting married again but i, I met my wife at the inauguration i actually load, uh, took six buses to the inauguration when trump was inaugurated and uh, signed up people to go, and we put 12 people per bus, went up, stayed in an RV camp. And, awesome. And uh, she signed up. She was from Noonan, Georgia. And uh, so she signed up. She was actually from Sweden, and uh, she loved Trump. And uh, she came over to America, America. She was actually on the left. But she realized she needed to get on the right, so she did. And uh, so we met back then. And um, so my son works for me for over 18 years and uh it's a family thing man. I, i'm just a family guy I, I believe in and i just take care of all my employees and uh i try to do everything i can uh as an entrepreneur it's it, you you just love making jobs you you like it's hard to explain to people sometimes they go man you, you walk around like you you know i wear shorts and t-shirts 365 days a year and uh i don't care about all the glam I just want to make people jobs, make people money, make sure my kids have something when I go, because I didn't have anything. Well, and you're like my business. We look at it as a family. It's a family. And if you don't look at it as a family, you're really missing out on what it's all about. You look around America, and I've been around it quite a bit now, but if you look around America and I meet people all the time, and if it's a business, there's usually somebody in that family working there. If a man started it 30 years ago, if... You know, the only reason he might not have a family member working there or a child working is he don't have any. Exactly. But he's going to have a cousin there or he's going to have an uncle there or, or somebody. Or he's got there. a really, really good friend that they're like brothers and it's, it's family. Yes, sir. Yeah, My brother it, worked for me for 28 years. It's that whole persona of, of being surrounded by the thought of family and the feeling of family and the love of family. Yeah. yeah that's what makes it. Well, I'd like to say if, if you hear my voice here, um, please don't take anything I've said wrong or bad I just I just do what I do and uh, I believe what I believe and I feel like as an American I have that right absolutely you do well Danny thank you very much that's Danny uh, Hamilton here with uh, star coaches and again if you want to reach him his cell number is 404-925-3893 and his work number is three is 404-364-0177 yes sir give him a call find out what's going on uh keep uh september the 25th in mind because it's really important that we help this guy out and i mean he's done a lot for america let's give him a little bit of help back and get him going well thank you for joining us on case in point presented by paradigm security services and in part by sospe's garage and man scholarship fund be sure to join us for the live broadcast every Wednesday at 11.30 a.m., every other Wednesday at 11.30 a.m. here on Business Radio X. If you miss the live broadcast, don't worry about it. You can enjoy the show anytime that you would like to by visiting businessradiox.com, selecting the Gwinnett Studio, and, of course, click on Case in Point. 
This program is also available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy your favorite podcasts. Please be sure to subscribe to Case in Point, and don't miss any of our future episodes. For my guest, Danny Hamilton, and our producers, Mike and Amanda, I'm Rick Strawn, and remember, at Paradigm Security Services, we cover more than just your assets. <laughs>